All right. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to our channel. It is the Black Entourage Podcast. Today, we are joined by Sean Forbes, Jamal, K. Muhammad, and Adam P. And today, we are talking about anything but the news. Volume 2. Volume 2. <laughs> Let's do it, man. What are we talking about today, man? I'm so, excited. So, I didn't want to really spoil where I really wanted to start because we, so we, we took the week off for your birthday. So I really wanted to pick your mind. A year older, uh, you put the picture up with, you know, you went from, I remember Amir in college to Amir now, the, the family man. What's up with you? Where's your mind at? Where? What's your, how do you feel being a year older? What's going on? Man, I feel tired, man. Um, <laughs> I don't even know another way to explain it. I'm out here, you know, I have generations to look after. I have people to encourage. Um, so in my 29th year, I'm really focusing on like the foundation of building an empire. Um, mm -hmm. If you know me, you know I'm with the shits. Um, there's nothing that. Uh... Anyways, I'm with the shits. Um, <laughs> and at this point, I've I'm starting to realize that unconsciously, my shift has focused more towards um, the people who I decided to look after and bring into this world more so than myself. So that's pretty interesting in this 29th year. Um, I'm excited. I, I feel like I'm going to make a lot of money this year, um, achieve a lot of goals, and I'm excited to see uh, how I answer this question next year. <laughs> Back to you, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, I guess that was a little short and sweet. How, how's everyone else feeling? It's, it's, it's been a year since we've been locked in our houses. Some of these states are randomly. Oh yeah, it has been a year. <laughs> no, it's, oh it's, shit. So I mean, how's everyone's feeling? What do they think about it? Are they about to go to Texas? Are they where everything is open now? So like, what's up? How y'all feeling with it? Everything's open in Atlanta. True. <laughs> True. This All Star Weekend too. I seen the videos. I was like, not one person in this mask has a club. Uh, not one person in this club got a mask on. <laughs> you look like the first time. Not one person in this mask is in the club. Is having a club on. Cause everybody was out there wilding. They just, everybody just, you know. I mean, I, you know, some people opening opening it up. Um, some doctors and now scientists are now for, uh, are now saying we should reach. We can we can reach herd immunity by the summer. I don't know what they expect anymore. I don't know what's going on. I'm just gonna be in the house watching my VHS tapes and chilling because I don't know, man. I'm just stuck in the house and put my my, my tin foil on my forehead and just make sure I keep out keep the government out of my head because I I'm just confused at this point, bro. <laughs> it, it, it is wild. You you talking about the tin foil on your head? Maybe thinking the movie Signs. Have you guys you guys remember yeah. that Signs movie with the aliens back in the day? That movie is like, yeah. That one got to me. Yeah, that, that one messed me up. One, that was the one that did it. Yep, that was. <laughs> that was <laughs> that one that really, got me. Yeah, I was aliens, but so I guess we can kind of just jump right into it, right? So uh, I kind of want to pick this up also from last time we did anything but the news. Uh, Amir, mm -hmm. I mean, I guess you're the star for for this one too. Uh, but you uh -huh. kind of said something about destiny, whether uh, that it was like not. Uh, predestined, I guess, for I guess we're on the terms wrong, but you kind of choose your destiny along with your current decisions as you're going. So, yes, yeah, do you want to elaborate on that and then we can kind of dig in? Yeah, that's kind of <laughs> deep. Um, so when when I and I feel like me and my, my brother talked about this fairly recently, when I speak about 
um, our outcomes and our current positions in reality or how we perceive it. Um, I don't know whether or not what the most common um, ideology is, our, our, our destinies are predetermined, meaning there's a book they wrote out everything that we're going to do, everything that we've done, everything that's going to happen. I don't believe in that, you know, um, ideology, but I do believe that everything that we do sets us up for where we are today. Um, so right now, I'm currently living in Florida. I have Marie, who's here with me. I have Samir, Zavea, that all that inevitable, right? Um, but I don't know where the lines blur when it comes to like the past influencing the future. Is it the butterfly effect? Um, I don't believe that everything is predetermined, but I think that is something that we should discuss um, because it, it brings in uh, different uh, thought processes when it comes to like spirituality or um, karma or the butterfly effect or the domino effect or whatever you may call it. So that's something that I thought about last week. Mm -hmm. um, and I would like to see what you guys think about that. Do you think that, you know, everything is predetermined? Do you, do you think that every action that we have in the moment creates um, the future? I believe in neither. Neither. I, like I, believe, I, believe in, I believe that the world works in chaos. I do, however, believe that things can be interconnected and some things can be, there's probability that things will happen based on like, you know, scientific, science and, and mathematics. Um, so there's another thing, there's another element that we don't understand, but I think it's just chaos. I think, I think basically everything that's happening in the world, everything that happens in life, <clears throat> um, I'll put life in quotes because like, it could be a simulation, we don't know what it is, right? But um, I, I think of it as kind of like a pool table, right? Like, I think if, I think of it as us, as us as all being players playing on a pool table. People who are less skilled are going to thrash to the table hit the ball either very, you know, either hit the balls either very hard. Some balls are gonna go off the table, some, some are gonna go where they need to go. A lot of them are just gonna splay everywhere, right? Just random things splaying out. So that's, I believe that, I believe that's how things are happening. It's just a, where the constraints are the pool table and then we and everything else in life are the balls, right? And the stick. We drive things forward in any direction. If we miscalculate, it's gonna go off. If we go, if we hit something, but some people, but then you always have people who are actually really good at life, so they know how to hit the ball into that corner pocket because they constantly work at those mm. things and they constantly manifest it. They see it. Um, so I think the success is driven by um, and chaos is driven by a lot of things, but we know because of the parameters that if certain things happen, it, it's going to be a it's so there's a certain almost infinite amount of responses that can happen but it's still a response is going to happen nothing's ever lost it only comes back hmm. you answered one of my questions that i was going to ask you um anybody else <laughs> um, <laughs> i don't want to speak yet i want to hear a couple of more so, opinions so the way i kind of see it is is like a mixture of of it so I'm trying to think of the best way to, to bring it out. Have you guys, you guys aren't really big gamers like me, but there's a game called Detroit Become Human, right? And it's a choice-based game where essentially, for example, in quote-unquote chapter one, 
the format is there, like there's everything you could do, but there's different choices that leads to a different end result. So it's like the format's already there, but each step you have different choices that could lead you down a different path and then there's different endings depending on your current choices as you go on. So for example, there's like say I wake up tomorrow and then my branch is like, fuck it, do I not do I call out of work tomorrow, do my own shit, do I go to work or uh do I work on my own craft and just go all in on me and then like different branches will branch out depending on that choice that I just made to get to a different end result. So uh, I don't think it's completely laid out for you. I do think there is choice because if you don't have choice, what's the point of living? That'll be the, I don't know, that'll just be weird if you just hear it out having no choice in there. But I kind of feel like there's like, a layout for lack of a better term but then on the layout there's choices that leads to different endings depending on your current decisions if that makes sense so do you think that all of those different endings per choice are already pre-written like say for instance like every choice that i make i know that i make based upon how i assess my reality after the decision that i make right mm -hmm. so i over obsess about the decisions that i make mm -hmm. And eventually I'll make a decision that comes to one of the outcomes that I thought about in my brain. So am I in real time creating the, my reality? And do you think that some people have the power to do that? Or do you think that there's many a different type of people? Because in me personally, I think that there are some people who create their reality. Mm -hmm. And I think there are some people who let reality create, create them, if that makes any sense. You can let life happen and you can just be this thing that's just you know, You're going about soul. through the wind and You're letting soul. life change your every every motion and every whim, or you can be like how we were back in infancy. The goal of life is to to conquer reality, right? Like even when we're born, like me watching my son, his main goal is to be able to conquer his reality and be able to be like, okay, this is a fucking toy. Like, how do I do this? Like, what am I doing? That's always been our search, right? Is to be able to conquer our reality until we kind of drift off into letting reality conquer us so where do you guys feel like um is there a balance or do you think that people don't know that is you know running them or do you feel like people understand that they're running life i don't know that, that's that's hard to to kind of judge for people i think everyone has to kind of make that decision whether you're gonna be the the master or or not in the situation right if you're going to be the master of your situation you're going to want what's best for you and yours as you go on but if you're kind of just going with the motion and you kind of gave up you kind of like fuck it today's another day let me just do what i gotta do to get through the motions going through the motions i guess that's the the proper term you're really not committed to i won't say bettering yourself but you're not really pushing yourself to kind of do better if you kind of get what i'm saying it's it's i guess it's that hitting drive that some people have and some people don't have that determines whether they're going to be that creator or they're going to be just another cog in the wheel y'all going on this topic of um y'all touching around this topic of whether humans have free will or not um mm. and 
You know, that's one of these scientific questions that oh, what? free will. That's one of the scientific questions that um, pretty big right now. Um, and, you know, there are some scientific studies that say our free will, what we think of as free will is, is, is pretty much us, you know, reacting to stimuli around us and the environment. And so understanding that question or going down the road and kind of, you know, talking or discussing about that will also influence how you think about destiny and, you know, whether it's predetermined or whether, you know, you create it because if you don't have free will, right, Mm. then, you know, do you really make your own destiny? Um, um, do you, are you the agent of creating that destiny or is, um, is it, you know, you're reacting and you're, you're, in, you're, you're just with to some parts of, uh, neurons going off of your head and, 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 and whatnot. So, yeah, something to think about. I don't have an answer to it. I don't know. I think I'm too stupid to, you know, <laughs> it's not even about, about it's not even about being too stupid. I've been talking about this stuff for years. Oh, shit. Oh, I'm not on mute. So, yeah. <laughs> no, for real. Like, I've been talking about this stuff for years. And, like, just like, you know, Khalif said, I'm trying to figure out, like, because there's certain shit, you know, that I experience inside of my life that I'm just like, okay. And even Jamal can attest to this. Like, this whole Marie situation, I'm trying to figure out, is this shit, like, something that... You know, it's just like, this shit's gonna happen regardless of what you say, or is it, you know, me subconsciously making the decisions based upon the stimuli that I'm associated with? Um, And there's a lot of different things, like me working from home, um, me doing, it's just a lot of different things that I'm going through this year that makes me question, like, is this shit fate, or is this something that's just random? if that makes any sense. And if it's random, that means that we have free will. But if it's fate, that means that no matter what we do and what decision we make, we're going to end up in this place, this time, this setting, with this reality that we're experiencing. It, that's, that's no matter what decision and we make. Like, this doesn't fucking matter. Like, we're here. And that's why, that's why I think it's just chaos. Because, like, you can make a million decisions. But because there's, there's so many other players on the board at every single moment, like working in different directions and at every single second there's no really you have no other alternative but to respond to stimuli because there's so much stimuli imagine if we were in space right like the earth is moving around the sun no matter what but there's still asteroids moving around like no matter what's happening there's still other things moving around no matter what if you stay on your path forever if you if you push your own path even if the earth wasn't revolving around the sun it would do it would still do sit in space either moving or sit in space when well, nothing really sit in space stationary because we don't even understand space as a plane necessarily right but um either way um i've got long tail lost but it's just chaos like it's just we're, we're just we're just li- literally in a vacuum we're literally in a vacuum with every with stimuli coming from every single space at every single moment every single second millisecond you know and we're and ourselves are just constantly responding whether or not it should grow multiply mm. our brains are thinking um and as much as much as you can drive that thing forward again like you know what i'm saying like imagine you're we're playing pool we're all playing pool on different tables 
but our tables are all interconnected. So if I, even if I drive forward, I still got to worry that Khalif is going to come from the right, Amir's going to come from the north, so on and so forth. Because no matter what, every, every and you guys in the same note, like, is if you hit too early or too late, no matter what, you either lose the opportunity or you strike the opportunity. Because there's chaos no matter what's going on. And there, yes, there are some predetermined things that we can put in stone to make our own benchmarks. But I think no matter what, it's just chaos. I think you just fucked me up a little bit because predetermined is kind of hard when, like you said something about every decision is based off a decision of another decision. Like say for instance, me, you, uh, Khalif, Jamal, Sean, we're all making decisions on a daily basis that influences the decisions that other people like my children, you know, Marie, everybody's making decisions in their own life. So how do you end up at one point knowing that everybody had to end up making the decision to end up at that same point? Maybe that shit don't make no sense. I don't know. You're, you're never all in the same point. That's the reason why it's chaos. It's, and we know that. I think that's the only point that gives us actual free will and consciousness is that we know that other people exist and that like we're not alone in the chaos. Like, right? You know what I'm saying? It, it makes us a little bit easier and it makes the numbers a little bit better the odds of a survival when they're, when they're multiplied because like I now can rely on more people as much as I have to watch out for them as well. So it's just about for us. And then that's how, that's how we can we kind of control like as a human race, where we go is that we get together and say, hey, this is what, this is our country, this is our nation, this is our team, and this is how we're going to progress forward. But even within that, it's still chaos, right? We still have ulterior motives. Everyone has their own hopes and dreams, desires, paths, directions, loves, hates, fears, traumas but so as you say that is there ever going to be a time where so many different people with so many different backgrounds cultures livelihoods is there ever going to be a time where people will ever just come together collectively for the common good hell no um, it would have to be i think it would have to be in a um it would be in one of those it would be a, it would be a countdown situation or like you know, like South Africa, for instance, like when they were when they were getting down close to um, uh, our our zero, they were um, they all got together and conserved water for the for the next couple months, years. But before that, they knew they were they knew they were coming down to that point. Uh, prior to that, no one took any changes in their behavior up until they got to like we're like a week or two away from being at our zero, and that's when they decided to change everything. So I don't know. I think. It's gonna to have to come to like a situation like we always see, like September 11th. Whenever, whenever like people are together are faced with a major issue, like um, and survival is online, that's when we come together. Other than that, I don't think I don't see I don't see world peace unless we're fighting aliens. Personally. I mean, I mean, I think going off Adam's point, I want to say even in like there's always gonna be someone that's on the outs, right? Like when his example was 9/11. Remember that that triggered like uh, hate towards Muslims, right? Not I was terrified throughout that whole time in our history. But it was like, it wasn't Muslim as seen as the religion. It was literally like brown people, right? So there's always someone on the outskirts. I think Adam said it best what is like, it would have to be an extraterrestrial like something that's literally against humanity for humanity to come together fully 
Um, the closest we've seen to it, I've seen to it, is actually this pandemic thing where, I mean, the pandemic that we're in now, you see countries um, supplying supplies and and getting um, getting vaccines to, like, poorer countries. I think it's COVAX that are uh, supplying uh, vaccines to other countries. So you kind of see it when the back's against the wall, but when society is kind of just rolling along, it's always going to be has and have nots, right? It's always going to be um, them versus us. I think that that's how humans are. They're just tribalistic, right? So. Yeah, I can agree with that. Um, and I also don't think that we'll ever um, maintain that level of cohesiveness only because I feel like as humans, we care too much about what the next man is doing. Um, and that can be cultural, political. Um, it really doesn't matter. We we put our focus too much on other households and other uh, religions and other people. And we're like, no, this is not how I would do it. So you're wrong. And I'm going to do everything in my power to make sure that you're wrong. And I feel like that ideology is going to always keep a divide within a country, a world. Um, and for us to maintain that level of uh, unification in this human life, I just don't think that is possible. Only because we care too much about what other people are doing and we feel like we have to have control over someone or something else uh, that we shouldn't have control over personally. Oh, I want to um, go back to about the pre predestiny and stuff. Mm-hmm. These are all like questions. That's why I was just over here just soaking in what y'all saying because these are questions that you know man has played with since the beginning of time like uh i think adam probably broke it down the best between his chaotic theory i was actually googling chaotic theory um or it's just chaos is everything is basically what Khalif said everybody's just responding and reacting like there people are getting sick we're gonna study it to make uh, a medicine right that's like a uniformitary so it's like two theories it's like uniformitarianism where everything is uniform and then you have what adam was talking about was everything is chaotic and those have been the arguments since the beginning of time which one is it is uh life just chaotic and it's just we put a block here and then it becomes this we just put a uh we bury a seed here it becomes a plant becomes a forest or is it just a couple of, you know what I mean? Is it a couple of um, observations that if we put something there, it's always going to be there. It's going to be, it's always going to grow. Like, is that just how uh, life works? But then you have the real, then you have to question how deep that shit goes because us as humans, we, we can identify how things react. Like say for instance, putting a seed in the ground. We as humans know that as long as a seed has nutrients inside of the soil and it gets air and water, that seed's going to grow and produce us fruit that we can but, nourish ourselves on, right? What, right, but... But is there it a... It depends. It depends where you put the seed. Because you can put the seed in my backyard and that shit's not going to grow. You can put it in South Car- somebody in South Carolina's uh, backyard and it creates a whole forest. So but us like, as humans, us as humans, we understand that that science behind it. Somebody in in the human species understands where to put that particular seed, right? 
So then when you get to these, you know, elite groups of people who has understood humanity for hundreds of thousands of years because their education wasn't suppressed and their thought processes wasn't suppressed, do you think that they're able to control our narrative because they have a certain understanding about how reality works that we don't and because we're still trying to figure out what that is like we can we can figure out what soil to plant corn in make that corn grow and have a cornfield and get money from it but they can understand how society works and what things that you have to pull and what triggers you have to do in order to get a certain result for your bigger agenda that we don't understand or am i getting too deep like does that even make sense so like yeah it could be chaos but humans we are known to understand the chaos that the world has to offer so maybe there is a group of elitists and a group of people who have a knowledge that is able to control what we think is chaos but it's actually uniformity so i i I think that's what yeah that's what you're trying to say where put a seed in the ground it grows or is it do we do we understand the process do we understand the shit we don't know shit we're we're as far as like in like like we're here bro like there's we're we're a very smart group of people but as far as like understanding like i do believe that there may be bigger powers at hand that may hire psychologists and shit to really understand how high mind works and that's where politics comes into play but that's a that's some shit for another. You know, you know what? That's crazy. I was just listening to that today. It's this um, I don't, I don't want to call him a social worker, but this guy, he's basically talking about influencers and um movements. Mm. So companies, companies uh, give get influencers to influence the masses, right? But he was actually arguing that influencers and celebrities don't really start. A movement, right? It's like the most movements start grassroots, from the huh? Yeah, grass- usually grassroots. Yeah, it starts from like um, from substantial the outside, movement, from the yeah. outside in. Yeah. So, like um, the example he used, he used a couple examples that really blew my mind. But the example I think he used that triggered it the most to me, the understanding was um, Donald Trump when he first started. When he first started his campaign, like Republicans didn't want anything to do with him. They thought it was a joke. Like even even Fox News wasn't running his um focusing so hard on his campaign. His campaign. And it came from people outside of the uh the axis of the party, the literally the forgotten of their party, or the people that they don't want to claim in their party that kind of bolstered the movement and then it moved inwards to the main establishment of the party so i thought that was it was pretty crazy the way he was explaining it so so amir asks if like there's a there's a people is a group of people who are more intelligent more informed who are kind of controlling like like hurting us a little bit hurting us yes steering like do certain things I, i i do think there is but not in a sense of like they're holding information in order to use us. I think they're protecting us from certain aspects of reality. Maybe in their mind, maybe it's for like national security. I don't know. That's, huh? that's, that's, that's why they don't confirm aliens. Yeah, like aliens. Like we see UFOs, no one knows how to explain them. Ghosts, right? 
exorcisms, um, you know, astral projection. Like, yeah, exactly. Psychedelics. Shit. So many. Uh, yeah, exactly. This is unexplainable. <laughs> talk about drugs too. Yeah, it's a bunch of stuff like organic. Maybe even about the food that we're eating too. It's a bunch of stuff yeah. that, that we're not getting. I think is for sure. I think it's a level of it that is trying to. I think it's a number of different pressures, right? But I think history is the best indicator of what's gonna what's gonna happen in the future. Um, and I think, like you said, like yeah, the Donald Trump thing, you could kind of you could kind of you could foresee it because the Tea Party was here before. The Tea Party represented what Donald Trump was prior, right? So like, there's always there's always a flash event before a major event. There's always something that happens that trigger something else right every action is a reaction so on and so forth chaos right so tea party came out because of the fiscal irresponsibility prior right the the, the bubble so on and so forth all the spending to bet to bail out all these companies um tea party came out because they just felt like the government was spending money like without any like, recklessly like not saving anyone just throwing money at every issue after that, um, during that Tea Party issue, there was a lot of talk about spending, especially within social uh, programs, mostly helping black black people. So of course, the racists came out. There were a lot of racists in the Tea Party. A lot of fiscal response, a lot of fiscal conservatives, which was most of the Tea Party, are going to be right or right wing racists who are always, always there. That was the precursor to Donald Trump coming in with his fiscal responsibility, fiscal responsible, fiscally responsible plan of running the government like a country and running the country like a corporation, and you know also, but also under undercurrent, brought uh, up with this undercurrent of racism and xenophobia. So um, I don't, I don't think there's anything. I think, I think things aren't destined. I think things are like probably like more likely, very likely to happen because of the probability of of the concentration of it, right? Like, I think things happen more like a viral load. Like if enough, if you get enough, if a virus hits you, you're not, you're not, you're not necessarily going to get that virus. Like if you have sex with someone who has HIV, you might not, you're not definitely going to get HIV. But if you get enough of the viral load, then you will get the virus, right? I think that's what happened. That's what it is. It's, there's, there's enough concentration of a, of, you know, movement within whatever the grassroots thing is happening then it can spur a larger movement. Kind of how like the protests in Ferguson spurred Black yeah, Lives Matter. That, that's crazy and, that you said that. The guy that was talking said exactly those things. He was explaining how vi move, like being viral will create a movement. And he was also saying that viral, the way we talk about viral in, on the internet is the same way um, that viruses become diseases. So, so it's exactly what what you said, and then he also went to um, the Black Lives Matter thing as well, like um, to try and explain his his theory of um, society moving out, it moving out. Oh, who's this guy? I don't know. It's it's on um, Hidden Brain. You ever heard of that show? Which yeah. Sanjay Kapoor? What's his name? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sanjay Gupta. Not Sanjay Gupta. Not Gupta. Yeah. I know, I know, I know. I know <laughs> Is it Jonah Bergen? It might be. That name sounds familiar. I think it was, but I know he was on Hidden Brain today. And um, it was just really interesting, man. But like, it's kind of weird. Because you remember last week when I was talking, well, not, well, whenever <laughs> we did the last video. Um, when I was talking about how humanity replicates its innermost um, code, mm -hmm. and I was talking about molecular machines and how we have flagellum motors, 
um, that power boats, but we also have flagellum motors that pro- propels like sperm cells to get to the egg and things that we're doing that we don't consciously know that we're replicating, but we're replicating internally, right? Um, so like you said, you getting it, you getting in your bag now. You just did something right there. That was special. <laughs> listen, listen, we listen. <laughs> so like you said, when you said that we're replicating things like viruses and viral movements and things like that, these are things that are naturally occurring that we don't necessarily know that we're replicating, but because we are a collected consciousness with our internal being, we are forcing these type of things into reality, not knowing that it's already going on. Like I've watched a video of molecular machines, machines and these motherfuckers is in our DNA, like boom, 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 like working. Like they don't even understand the greater scheme of what they're accomplishing. And we're fucking around doing the same shit, but we're doing it from a mindset that we don't understand that we're just replicating ourselves in real time. But that's just something that I thought about. Yeah, yeah, that goes back to what you guys, that anime show y'all so, And it's not called Body exactly. at Work. It's called it's Cells at Work. Cells at Work. Cells at Work. Yeah, not Body at Work. When I was looking at last, you got to say Body at Work. Yeah, I'll, I'll put it body, body at work. I was like, anime? It was like, cells at work. I was yeah. like, ah. Oh. Yeah, cells at yeah. work. Yeah, so I guess think we're of, full circle but with think that. think about yeah, it. Yeah, what we're doing think on the inside it. is just the body doing that on the outside, on a larger level. Not to go back to what we were talking about, but, like, he was saying just how um, the cootie spreads. It's, it's like, it's basically how things go viral. Like, we, we come across um, other people that are carriers. We spread it, they carry it to other people, then it becomes a super spreader event, and then and then it's viral. So it's like the same thing that a GIF does, the same thing that a funny-ass meme does, the same thing that these cooties are doing. Damon Centola is the guy. Damon Centola? Yeah, Damon Centola. Okay. I got that. Also, read a, the pen, book? also a pen, pen professor. Jonah Berger is the pen professor, too. So. Oh, yeah, Speaking of viral, did anyone listen to Drake's three piece? Right, that EP? I listened to it. What's um, yeah, let's let's talk about it. What is- my favorite, that nigga be talking shit, bro. I love it. So I'll just I'll preface it by saying I didn't listen to it yet. I don't respect three what? song EPs. I just feel like it's a tease when everyone's waiting for the album. Uh, I'm sure because the thing is, he's just trying to capitalize off of a, a leak that came out maybe about a week or two ago. So he, one of the one or two of those songs are probably supposed to be on the album. And since it leaked, he was probably like, let me just throw it out there with some no, other songs. I think, I think it'll still be on the album. You remember, um... That what, double disc that, joint, right? Yeah, Dipl- Diplomatic Community? Yeah, that was he had a double disc, yeah, yeah. That was a single? I think, because he already has a video out for it right now. Yeah, so he so, was trying to get something out of it before. No, I think that's going to be his single, and... Yeah, one of them is a single for sure, but like I said, I didn't The first one. It. Okay. The first one. All right, so I'll let you guys... So, what's your thoughts on there? I think he's addressing the pressure um, that he feels to release an album on everybody else's time. And he was just like, you know, last summer, all I did was nap. In January, all I did was stretch. February, I had sex. 
You want to know what's so next? You, you want to know what's next? Just wait, nigga. Like, stop rushing me, nigga. I'm, I'm doing me. I'm, I'm putting out my craft. I'm developing my art. And if y'all want to hear it, y'all just going to wait on me because that's, that's the credit that he deserves. And he put that song out to me to let niggas know, that's you know, I'm on, my, I'm on my own time. Don't rush me. Like, I'm all summer I was napping because I deserve it. I was stretching, getting ready for the work that I'm about to put in. And on February 14th, I was fucking. It's March, what? It's March 7th? That was just two weeks ago. And he he released this shit. So I just think that he's making everything current and he's letting you know like he's still in progress. Um I I don't know. I don't like that song, but every time every time I say I don't like a song from him, it plays everywhere and it gets <laughs> in your head. And then it's just it just grows on you. It just grows on you. It's a dope song, man. He it makes those kind of, kind of music that you just gotta, you keep staying in your head, it's catchy, it's like, oh, you know what, Drake, Drake's music is so simple, like, I know people say he it's got simple. bars, I get oh, it, no. he's, he's very he's talented, barred up, though. he does have bars, I get it, but that for the part, freestyle was crazy, a lot of his, a lot of his, a lot of his most, his most, like, popping stuff, is like real basic stuff that people just be like, oh, you know what, yeah, that's true, you know, like, big facts, right. yeah, he, he does speak some facts, even, and he speaks as, like, as a common man who just happened to get rich, which I guess is what it is, but it's also kind of not. But you know, um, Jump Things makes his his music very easy to relate to. Cause like a lot of people be rapping about like gangster stuff, and a lot of people ain't guns and gangsters. You know what I'm saying? People just want to hang out with their girl. You know what I'm saying? Look fly and tell the haters like I'm I'm better than you. Even if, even though I'm corny and I work at a desk job, you know what I'm saying? And Drake makes music for niggas who work desk jobs. And they girl get hit on at lunch. You know what I'm saying? That's the type of wow. that's the type of it's that's real. Like, hey. I'm not trying to say it's not hate. He makes it for the common for the common man. Like whose girl nah. ain't getting hit on at lunch? Everybody get every guy girl get hit on hit on at lunch. You know what I'm saying? Like that was true. If, you're, if you a nigga that got a girl that's worth hitting on during lunch, exactly. Start there. Exactly. <laughs> if you don't, then you probably listening to Drake. So you know what I'm saying? Like I don't know. I mean, I, I think his music is good. I think it's. I think the part of it is like he makes it so easy to connect to. However, I did think this mixtape was like it was like right, let's go. Can't call it a mixtape. That's an EP. Yeah. EP, whatever it is, yeah. it is. It's all right. <laughs> I mean, of course, we we love the 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 beats that for him and Forty together. Whoever did the, some of the production, I don't know. Like they put them together, it's just like just play it to me. I'll listen to it. Forty, it, yeah. And it, it sounds good enough. And they put him with Rick Ross. And you gotta listen to it. Like you just have to. So I think I think, that's, I think that's the biggest part of that whole EP, which is like him having Rick Ross on there, and then him saying the Kanye, the Kanye line. I think those are the only two. Shit was amazing in that whole EP. What, what, no, did, he, no, what did he say about Kanye? Huh? What did he say about Kanye? Like I didn't listen to it, so he I was talking about how he would go to Kanye uh, uh, church, yeah. and then he would confess his sins, even even though he confessed, you didn't believe me, all this type of crazy shit. Oh, like, so he fucked like him. Yeah, he was talking shit. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I, I'm still trying to wonder how people got that out of that live. Cause he said it to him before. He said something like that previously. Yeah, but that's a different song. So every but time then he, he said, said I came to you before and tried to confess my yeah. sins, and you didn't believe me. And they no, live in the same neighborhood. Said, oh, someone, pull, someone pull that bar up. I don't know. Did anyone listen to to uh, Tori Tori's album? I, no, I did. You I did? tried to. And 
I feel like he was like yelled, like singing real loud. And I just like, I'm done, Tori. I can't listen to her anything. I don't know. <laughs> it was the weirder. I did actually listen to that on Friday, but that was like the weirder. That guy is hurt. <laughs> yeah, he's gone. He's a very emotional guy, and I've realized that through his music. But I don't like the Tory Lanez that's emotional. Like, oh, I don't like he's emotional too Drake. emotional. He's, like well, him. it was a, it's an R&B album, so oh, fuck that shit. But he doesn't have to. He doesn't have to make it so obvious that he's talking about Meg. I didn't think he was talking about Meg until he kept dropping like Houston, I'm, I'm, look, and then I'm looking at 22 years in every song. Oh, like, baby, damn. shooting. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn. I was like, fine. At that point, I was like, okay, yeah. Yeah, no, you. So, that's that kid. I don't know. I don't know. But I like it though. It's still good. It's still, it's cool. still good. I like Lanes. I like Lanes when he's talking shit. That's just 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 as me, cause that's the type of nigga I am. I don't like R and B Lanes. Like I like when he does R and B and rap, kind of like his Drake shit. I like when he's doing that. But when it comes to like a whole R and B album, I'm not listening to that shit. No, he, he, and I feel like him coming out with the, when while Drake came out, I know he said it was for a different reason, but it's also kind of interesting because like no matter what he puts out, people are gonna be looking at it crazy. And since he came out with Drake, nobody really looked at it. Like I haven't seen a whole lot about Drake about his like last time people were like, oh how dare you, how dare you release more music during this trial. Now nobody's been saying anything. It's just like okay. It is no, it's, it is streaming number one on Apple, on Apple Music. I probably should go link with Yeezy. I need me some Jesus. But as soon as I started confessing my sins, he wouldn't believe us. See? Ain't nothing about I tried to tell him before. <laughs> I don't know, man. Is that See? The how, did, how, y'all get, how y'all get that out of that bar? How you get the camp shit out of the bar? Them social media, look, the virus got that shit out of the bar. <laughs> I didn't I think get he's that alluding from the bar. to it. I think he's alluding to saying, like, I didn't, like, I, I don't know, she came on to me or something. I don't know what it was trying to say, but he's saying, like, ain't nothing happened. But you didn't believe me anyway. Because he's been saying, like, you, you know, she smashed Drake, she smashed Drake. He's probably like, bro, it ain't happened or it happened a long time ago. He's kind of pulling a, 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 a Disney move with that, with the with the WandaVision show, with, with that bar that, because. Everyone was kind of feeding into with that show and like who's who's gonna be who and Mephisto or Pietro and then at the end it was he was literally just a random ass person that didn't mean shit to <laughs> But they was feeding into all of us saying, Oh, it's this and that, but then I was like, Alright, go ahead and keep believing that because they'll force you guys to listen, force you guys to watch. And mm-hmm. oh, anyway. I didn't I didn't get it. Didn't get what? I didn't get that bar. I didn't, I didn't get that WandaVision show either, to be honest, but that's another topic. <laughs> that's a different topic. That's another topic. I really want to get into that WandaVision shit, though, because it actually kind of weirded me out. And I was feeling really weird for, like, the first two episodes, and I really don't know what's going on. Like Overall, wait, you, know, you haven't finished it? You got to finish it before we talk yeah. about it. All right. Because yeah. it's just weird, bro. I was just like, okay. At first, I started watching it, like, a month ago, and I was like, nah, this ain't it. And then I started watching it two days ago, and I was like, okay. You gotta you, What's after, happening? after like the episode after like the second episode when shit starts going into color, then things pick up and things start connecting. Oh, to like, yeah. I'm where she picked the helicopter up from the bush. Oh, so, so you're in color. You're about to get there. Oh, okay. the next yeah, episode wait. for you should be colored because everything was was like black and white, and then she found. Yeah, I didn't know what the hell was going on. So yeah, you're getting there. Um, I, I wait. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, so what, what else, guys? Where else are we going? What other, what other music? Anybody else listen? Which, what else are you listening to, Khalid? Um, Anyone listen to Fred's I last uh, mixtape? Fred the Godson? Ascension? That was really good. I always look at it, but I don't, I don't first post, I don't hit it because he's I didn't dead. listen to him when he was alive. Yeah, and he's dead. Oh, oh okay. I listen to it when I he was alive. So. I don't listen to I don't listen to dead rappers either, bro. I'll be honest, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, weird. It makes me feel weird. Um, I, I'm listening to Nipsey as soon as, as soon as 2019, like as soon as it happened. Really? But I listened to that Roddy Witch song with his last video, and then that was it. I, I haven't listened. I listened no. to the whole song, and I've listened to. I think deep and, reverence. Anytime that's it. it comes up on a playlist, that is that puts me right yeah. to the Victory Lap album. Like, because yeah. I have like the, the thumbs up playlist, right? Anything you thumbs up will just randomly play. Randomly, as yeah. soon as like a nip song goes up, I pick up the phone, click the album, and let me hear this album. So it, I guess it's different. Uh, yeah, I listen to it everyone's, too. Everyone's different. Yeah, I don't I, listen to it no more. I listened to it because during that time I was really hustling and getting money, so I was just like, shit, it imprinted on me. That's the only reason why I listen to it, but I don't, I don't listen to Biggie or Tupac or. I could. Any uh, other? I could, but it's not like I'm. I, I got. I like, gotta be like in in a certain mood to listen to Biggie and Pac. Like that's just. Me. I don't listen to Pac. I don't think I've ever listened to Pac. Like me I neither, Khalif. I think we got that shit honestly. Yeah. Can't listen well, y'all, to that never, shit. y'all never, y'all never jiggy to Brenda's got a baby. Nigga, that video I mean, scarred me for my whole life. I don't know where we were in life, Khalif, but that shit <laughs> fucked me up. I can't. Brenda's got a baby. She shares a heck out of it. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I think me, we probably saw that shit at the same time, and ever since then, I have not been a Tupac fan. Like, I don't know what people like about him, but that song right there, that song and that song. When their girl got her ass oh, with her nigga. Love is blind. Love is blind. Those two songs made bad taste in my mouth. I Eve, Tupac. I, I can't do that shit. It's the realities of life people go through. Sorry, I was too young to experience that type of trauma. I wasn't going through that shit. Sorry. I'm pretty. I don't know what else going through. But... <laughs> um, what are you listening to, Cleve? I've been working out with Duke Deuce. Um, Duke Deuce, yeah. his new album. Duke so, Deuce. Duke Deuce, he's the one that put out that video a while ago about Crunk A Dead, Crunk A Dead, and he flipped <laughs> um, Project Fat's album. Oh, um, yeah, that flip? I didn't hate when yeah, yeah. flip other people's albums, though. I mean, but. <laughs> His energy that he brings to songs yeah. makes you want to like run through a wall. And so <laughs> it's him. So like Memphis is bubbling. So you oh, know, yeah. he's from Memphis. Who Shiesty from Memphis? Who Shiesty? Of course. Ain't Dolph. Ain't Glock. Dolph. From... Key Glock. Key Glock. Oh, uh, that's my, uh, my, main, my main mains. Like, I forget. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. So yeah, yeah. I, I listen to I listen to his album. Babyface Ray from Detroit. Um, yeah. He's another one that I was listening to. Aunt Clemens, he put out an anniversary album or like a deluxe album, something like that. Everybody um, doing a deluxe album just to get something out. Like, yeah. I hate yeah. it. Yeah. I listened yeah. to Bryson Tiller's anniversary yeah. Deluxe? And 
five new songs. Yeah, let me take let me take back what I said. I I, I was bobbing I was bobbing to it. Um, Wait, the whole album? Yeah, he re-released mm-hmm. it as a deluxe with five new songs on the deluxe. The five songs he added was good, but the that album sounds horrible. I mean, it doesn't sound horrible, but everything sounds the same. I warmed up to it. Okay. So it okay. ain't bad. It ain't totally bad. <laughs> At first, I said it was pretty bad, but yeah, I'll try to get yeah. it. I respect him as a songwriter because, like, there's this one song that he just dropped a video for a couple months ago. I forgot what it was called. Um. This is not the time and place for this or some crazy what it, I forgot what song it was, but it literally he engulfed a relationship that everybody has experienced in this lifetime and he literally put it into a song. It, if that makes nothing, any sense. Nothing's deeper than Drake saying that why you gotta act up at cheesecake, you know I love you know, <laughs> Nothing encapsulates a, a, a relationship like that. Man, I'm telling you, man. That and that and that Bryson Tiller song, for real. Because it's like, this is not the place for all this. Mm. Why are you saying all this? And can we talk about it later? Like... Yeah, yeah that's the bars right there. Chill out. <laughs> that's every man's bars. Uh, y'all have, uh, have y'all listened to that um, Roddy Rebel and Nav song? Mm-mm. You ain't no, listening to Roddy? Like I see. That was hit and miss to me, but he hit on that song. I listened to that yeah. song because of that. Yeah, I forgot what it's called. It's it's called something crazy though. But I don't know how, don't know how Nav has so much like relevance. He reminds me of French Montana. Yeah, he, 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 is, a, he is a French no, Montana. No, French. He's a French. I think French is better French than Montana Nav. Is He's better than Nav, of course. But, but he but is a Nav, French. Nav has. That will have a song that you'd be like, damn, this song is fire. Like, his intros are usually good. So I'll listen to his uh, intro and be like, nah, fuck it, the rest of the album's trash. But he has he has some projects, too, where you can like like three songs, and then you can just be like, all right, cool. Yeah, I, I think I think as, he's a song collaborator that guy that does a lot of stuff. So he does a lot of good stuff. So I think people thought he would end up making a lot of good music. But I think like, a party, like a party next door. Who? Cool. Now, yeah. Whatever happened? Didn't he come in with um Belly, right? He came in with Belly. So. Yeah. What happened to Belly? Who knows? Who knows? I just seen a song with Belly actually. I can't um, remember what it was. I think Dumb and Dumber Two. They dropped a song, a single, uh, Lock and Dolph. Aspen. Uh, Aspen. Mm-hmm. That's good. That shit was hard. Those are my two favorite artists right now. I don't know why. Yo, mm. no. Dolphin Dolph. Key Glock. Dolph. Dolph. Young Drew dropped an album too this year. Young Drew? <laughs> With Zaytoven. Are you Young. serious? Yeah. The way you said it felt like, like you're nowhere no? near. You're not in 20, 20, 2021 at all. You're like, Young Drew. That's how I felt. I was like, oh, Drew dropped the album? It's like, what? It got Zaytoven on there. I listen to it and it's just it's just like him it's, you can hear him trying to you can't really understand what he's saying part of it too like what, what's a part of Joe's things like he slurs and stuff like that but it kind of seems like it's like him like trying to like sound like the newer generation and be like not really say words it, it don't it don't sound that good um I'm surprised they someone there's someone on the project because the songs don't hit like you think they would and um yeah it just wasn't it wasn't that crazy to me Jim Jones tape 
Jim Jones oh. joint was, was good. I listened to it that again second good. time. See better second time I listened to it. Um, and after other than that, I just been listening to the same thing. I've been listening to a lot of Griselda Family, a lot. Like, I'm either listening to Benny, The Machine, or um, what's the dude from Detroit? Bodie James. Oh, yeah, Bodie James. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just, I'm listening to Griselda rotation. I'm just saying, no, and Kid Cudi. I'm listening to Kid Cudi too. I've been listening to Eminem. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah, and and it's the weirdest shit. It's the weirdest shit to admit, but that's what I've been listening to. Man, I remember like in the first stream when we talked we had like a stream where we was talking about is Eminem like a top 10 rapper yeah. and I remember you was one of the niggas that straight up killed that nigga yeah like, I killed that nigga Eminem's not bumping in my car I ain't bumping that shit I, I wasn't bumping that shit but now whatever whatever this mature you know shit that he's on right now like I didn't like the I, I, I didn't relate to that that's not something that I was going it's through it's funny that you bring him up because they're trying to, well, the TikTokers, what, who would that be? The Zen Zers. They're trying to, yeah. like, they're trying to cancel him right now for all of his lyrics and stuff for the past. And that's been happening over, it. like, the last week. Yeah. And then, I'm with it. Let's cancel him. <laughs> and he, he, dropped like the, the, he dropped the verse in this last album that literally, like, whatever. Which, like, which album is that in which verse? I don't know. It's like a 30-something song album. Uh, I need to find my phone oh, to actually tell you. That's the problem with them. Why are they dropping 30-song <laughs> albums? Yeah, it's like 32 songs. I'm not going to lie. Is it about music to get murdered, murdered to? Oh, that was two sides, right? You said m- music to get murdered to? I don't yeah. think I would have listened to something like that. That's what I'm saying. That's the type of Eminem shit that I don't like. I think it must be listening to the greatest hits then. That's the only thing that might have like 30 songs. <laughs> yeah, even then, a lot, of, a lot of those songs, some of, some of his first two albums, first three albums, hit, still hit, but a lot of stuff afterwards, like, yeah. No, they're horrible. The way he comes out is horrible. They're like Dr. Seuss. It's that like Dr. Seuss. When he got to that rehab album, that's what should have. Oh my, that was <laughs> horrible. And the recovery was, recovery was just yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah. Anything or that recovery rehab title shit, all of that's just been bad. Yeah, Eminem and Lil Wayne, their little like relapse, re yeah. something, or anything they're trying out. Actually, Lil Wayne just dropped. What do you? What did he drop? Did he? Maybe the baby came freestyle. No, he had, he did part B. He did a uh, beat B sides to that uh, big state. What was that? No drought, or or was it no ceilings or something? I don't know. Something he just dropped that I guess did it do well, but it was a mixtape. Right. Cool. Lil Wayne. Huh. What do yeah, you I don't with with the BB King freestyle, it's on that the album. It's on that whatever body of work. Yeah, it's yeah. I, I know what you're talking about, but I can't tell you what it is. I'm listening like, to that much. I listened to the Carter Two the other day, and um, let me see what it was on. It was on. Lil Wayne still got it, man. He he still got it. It's just I don't think no one's checking for it. No, he still has the talent. I just think he don't. I won't say he use it right, but it's just don't, I, it don't sound the same way. It needs to be produced. He's, he's like a, he's like a, Lil Wayne is like a stream of, like, he just goes, he goes in and raps like pure, right? He needs yeah. a little bit of, all right, let's talk about concepts. Let's talk about, you know, different things and directing your, I guess, your gift to a particular, like, 
yeah, concept um, for a song or for a set of songs or for an album or something like that. Like, he has to he think just like goes. that now. I have a different ideology about Lil Wayne. Like, um, I used to, I used to have an opinion about Lil Wayne. Like, oh, he fell off. He this, he that. I think Lil Wayne reached a point to where he understood that no matter what he said, he was going to get paid. No matter whose song he was on, he was going to get paid for that verse. So he didn't have to create quality content because he was getting paid for whatever he said out of his fucking mouth. And why not give the people a couple of years of some shit that you're just saying? And you're getting the check. Are so you saying he lost his hunger? I, I'm not saying he lost his hunger. I'm saying that he's intentionally putting out bullshit because he can. And why put out quality content when you're getting paid for the shit that you're putting out? Because there has been a good five-year run where I feel like Lil Wayne has been putting out bullshit. But then I'll hear him on a Drake song or a Nicki song. And I'm like, yo, this nigga still has bars. Like, he's still, he's still putting together shit that if you're not paying attention, it's going to go over your dome. But... Do I believe that he's fell off? No. Do I think that he's getting too old? No. I think he understands exactly what he's doing, but I think it's coming from a more like they're paying for this shit, so I'm going to give him so I, shit. I, so here's my reason why I think Wayne kind of fell off a bit. This nigga is like 40, right? He's in his yeah. 40s now, but he's still thinking he's like a 23-year-old skateboarding-ass nigga. Like, evolve your music, evolve your lyrics... It's not about the drugs and lean anymore, but that's all he still kind of talks about. And I know I grew up from that shit. I don't necessarily go looking for a Little Wayne track when it drops. I'm not, ooh, Wayne, let me go listen to that right now. It's like, oh, if someone recommends that shit, I'll listen to it, but I'm not going looking for this thing because I, I know the shit that I'm going to get from him. And it's kind of just... I don't, think that's, I don't think that's fair, though. Look how many niggas are still doing the same shit they was doing. And do you I listen mean, to Jim, I don't listen to those niggas, do you? Jim Jones? Is, is That's different. different. That nigga it's got different. better over time, though. So, well, no, nigga. The millennials your age don't listen to Jim Jones. Millennials. Sorry, the cool millennials don't listen to Jim Jones. You mean uh, millennials bordering gen Generation Z don't yeah. listen Correct. to Jim Correct. The cool generation does not listen to Jim Jones. Sorry. Sorry, right. Jim. Nope. Sorry. Tadashi did say that he was a, a retired rapper. Oh. Tadashi said Jim Jones was a retired rapper who was, gang, who was also a gang member. I don't care what Takashi's saying. He's not a popular artist. Nobody's checking for him, unfortunately. Who? Who are you talking about? I'm talking about Jim Jones. I'm talking about the masses. Ah. All right, well. Jim, Jim Jones. Y'all are checking for him, and that's cool. But... Nope. Jim Jones went from the worst rapper in the diplomats to the best in 2021. Over that time. He went, to what? he went from the worst member of the diplomats to the best over time. But his but his 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 well, what I was trying to say before Amir made it a fucking Jones coalition. <laughs> was um he's still talking that same drug dealer BS he was. But this shit's good! When Wayne, Wayne raps, it's just not good to me. It's not I don't good know. anymore. I gotta listen to his new shit. I gotta listen to that new shit, the B-Sides. I heard it was good. You have to listen to his words, man. Like, like even, even in that one music video, he shows his progression. Like, he, he shows from when he was teen Wayne to middle-aged Wayne to grandpa Wayne. Like, he's literally telling niggas like I've been doing this shit for so fucking long the simple fact that y'all are critiquing and criticizing me knowing that y'all know that I'm the shit 
I think that's that's the point that he's at. It's just like y'all know what I can do, but I don't have to do it, and I'm still getting paid. He's gonna still come out with quality content, I believe, because I hear it. I like I hear examples of him still having quality content. But if I was Little Wayne and I had the discography and the mixtapes that I've had, then I would give people verses if they was paying me and maybe subpar as well. Does that make sense? Maybe I'm tripping. Or maybe I'm just a con maybe I'm a con artist, but at the end of the day, people pay you for what you get. And if they want that, then I'm gonna give it to them. They paid for it and they released it. It's a little Wayne verse. How can you go wrong? Mm-hmm. I, I think also I just think Lil Wayne is I don't wanna say washed up. I think you said like you said, I think he lost the hunger. So there's no hunger to create to be the best anymore. And even if he is, there's no hunger to display that he is the best by engaging or creating a song that's really, really good. I think he's, it's, even his music is kind of sounding formulaic in a sense too. That's kind of like all, that's all kind of like all the Drake's whole team. Drake's music is very formulaic. Everybody in the team, Eric, you know, Nicki Minaj, to an extent, and Lil Wayne lately has been very formulaic in music selection and, and composition. Um, especially after Drake got called out for like stealing everybody else's sounds, but. Uh-huh. It's a check, man. It's a check. We're get we're getting it. We're getting it all fucked up. It's a it's a it's a money game. It's not about it. it's not about opinions. It's about money. No, at some, but at some point it was about it was about art. At some point, yeah, in and, the height of their career. And and that's and that's what they're going to be defined for is is their their quality and their attention to the art. Um. So you would hope, like you got, you said all the artists out there, like Jay Z, who's like fifty, he's still making like poignant like songs and like making like collaborations, like dope collaborations, and pretty much giving Jay Electronica a whole album to like put out by himself. Amazing. Um, so I, I think there's, I think there's, and, and if you look at hip hop, hip hop is trending older as far as like the, the people who are actually in it. Unless I don't, know, unless I'm confused with what I'm looking at, and my whole Spotify is way wrong than everybody else's. I feel like there's a, I feel like there's a number of like the older hip hop generation that we thought was gonna disappear. They're they back. have, they're back. They're not, yeah, they're, they're not even retu- like they're still coming out with music. You know what I'm saying? And I do think they're young artists, but they're not coming out with quality music. Can we have some right. examples? Like, that's not, Can we have some examples fair, of these older artists? Because that's not fair. Because I mean, Jay Z, Kanye West, different, Kanye, different generations. What? Kanye, Kanye, Kanye West, as far as a content album creator, I don't believe he is of the conversation that we're speaking about right now. How 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 does how does Kanye not count? In my opinion. Oh, here we go. Which we've already discerned last episode that my opinion is very important to me. In my opinion. <laughs> I'm glad he said to me. <laughs> to me, which is all, which is all that matters, right? Bend it to uh, will. True. That's the wrong, that's the wrong process he got out that bug I gave him. But that's another, that's another podcast. It is what it is. He's gonna bend it to as well. Um, to me, Kanye West has, um, if anybody reached a level, the same level as Lil Wayne when it comes to creating content and creating music, I'm not checking for his album. Um, I don't believe the masses are checking for his album. I do believe well, that he has wrong. a... Hold on, wait. We all are going to be able to have time to share our opinions, but... Oh. 
I really, I re- no, for real, all jokes aside, I really do believe that Kanye West has reached his era of making music to where it's just like, yeah, we're going to listen to it, but how, what is this replay value? Is he still making classic albums? Is he still making content that people are going to want to play and invest in? Um, and if you feel like he is, then cool, but I, I feel like I represent a different era um, than you all, as we previously discussed earlier in the podcast. And wow. I do believe that as far as pop culture is concerned, Kanye West is not making music that most people wow. No, but what's, but, that, what's, no, what's everybody else's opinion? Like, for real, I'm not trying to be funny, no, but I really uh, do feel like Kanye no. West has music that people are going to no, listen to. You're right. I don't think that people are going like, to play that shit two, three years from now. Like, I, I have not played any of his albums since they dropped. Nobody played... I mean, today's a microwave era. No one, I mean, Kanye is big in your generation for, like, white kids. Like, they love... They love... Um, they love Kanye. Kanye, I've seen, like, Kanye has almost that Frank Ocean kind of uh, allure to, like, pop pop fans. Like, they go nuts for him. Even when we think they're horrible projects, his project sells like crazy in the first week. Like, he's doing numbers that probably your favorite rappers, my favorite rappers, are never going to touch at, at, at this time. If he dropped an album with two songs, his numbers are going to be in fucking insane. So it sounds really insane that you think he doesn't have any relevancy <laughs> in today's culture. So, so in in my in my reality and in, in a shared reality that I experienced with you all, you literally just told me about a culture that I could give lesser than a fuck about their opinion. Like I don't care about. I'm- their talking, generation appreciating the music. I mean, their culture appreciating the music. Like, I get it. White people are buying his album, oh, wait, et cetera. But on. do we feel like, do we hold, feel hold like on his... Amir. Hold on, Amir. We, we just basically, we just reversed it for Lil Wade. Everything you're saying about Kanye, you just said about Lil Wade. You said it's all about money. So if my shit is bullshit, and I'm still... Well, then, God damn it, you're right. <laughs> you're right. Ooh. I'm just saying, it's, it's Kanye, man. Yeah, you're right. I have I nothing like, to say. I, I, I agree with you. I don't really fuck with his new shit, but you gotta you respect can't take it. Away yeah. numbers tell a different story. You're right. You're right. And no matter what he puts out, he gonna have like two or three things on it. Like I'm, you know what I'm saying? And even even this even this like this last album, this I was like, yeah, I might listen to that. My girl put it on one day. I was I was like. Whatever one was the one he has, um, we got we got everything we need, water, like all those. Oh, oh my, that, we got everything we need. That shit is hot. Like I don't care nobody's. That shit. I think, right. I think that's the that's the G, the Jesus, Jesus is King, King, right? Yeah, Jesus is King. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I mean he's something that always is gonna work. He's a master producer, so he's gonna make even if the words sound like dog shit, the production the sound is gonna be amazing. Gonna be, yeah. And he has too many collaborators in in there with him making the music for his music soundtrack. Like he's never he's never going to sonically sound bad because like he pretty much has Celine Dion's whole like everybody who makes Celine Dion music, where it's like a producer, or a writer, and a bunch of people in there. He's doing the same thing. As Kanye wanted to, I was watching the Saha the King interview on uh, a clip no jumper. Yeah, oh no jumper. Because I don't really watch no jumper because that white got me uncomfortable. But um. I was watching um, Saha talk, and he was saying, when he was like, 
how like Kanye is trying to make music like how those artists make music, where it's like there's a composer, there's a a bunch of, there's a bunch of people in the room, a bunch of engineers, a bunch of people collaborating to make this the best song possible. And on our side, you got like an engineer, or maybe a producer, or beat off the internet, and J Cole, and uh, you know what I'm saying, trying to go up against it. It's not, it's not equal. Kanye is doing it in a different way, where he's like, we're gonna make the best possible song we could possibly make. That's why you get songs like Power and Niggas in Paris and so, Otis. Because, to to like, just tie that all together, niggas just can't forget that this nigga is like one of the few of the handful of super producers out there. He's not the average producer. This nigga is Pharrell level as with his producing. So we can't. His production will always be top. It's a sampler. Excuse me. He's a sampler. You're not a producer. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just fucking around. I mean, Jamal shut me down with that one statement. Like, once you bring the same concept that I put towards Lil Wayne, like, I have nothing else to say about Kanye. Like, I can have my opinions about his music, but at the end of the day. Yeah, I'm alone either. But his speaker's on the other day in like three minutes. I'm gonna get money. That's the name. That's the name of the game. So how do you guys feel about that? Uh, that whole Nike sneaker thing with the VP whose son had like a whole secondary business using her credit card to to get thousands of sneakers that nobody could get and then sell them for a profit. That's fucking nuts. I want to swing on somebody, bro. You know I don't even feel like that's just nuts. It's not surprising, bro. You know how many times I've seen that you missed it? Yeah, you're right. It's not surprising. Everybody, anybody who does a business always creates a secondary business on the side of some kind of, not everybody, but a lot of people do. Right? It's, it's just the way, but yeah, it was it was stupid that he used that card too. Like, she could have gotten him a different card or something. I don't know. They could have made a show company. Some they could have thought it through better. Yeah, just <laughs> there's just there's just no way that she being the VP there never be like, yo, be on the lookout for the drop that's gonna happen tomorrow at two a.m. Like she had to be in the loop enough because I'm sure she made some money off that business too. It was just in her son's yeah, name. For sure. Like for sure. You, or at least got some rewards, either card rewards or something. She got something back. She got basically. something. Yeah. The reward is her son making the money from the company. Like so? she's good. She's good. What if, what if he hid everything? What if he stole her card and just That's bought, went to his whole yeah went to his whole boy's dad's garage and just stacked the fucking shoes? There. I don't believe that to be true. I don't believe I mean, that to be true. I mean, but what if? Like, how do we know? If if that was the case, then the white kids be clever, who? man, around their white moms. Or also, it's possible deniability. Don't act like, don't act like they also act like they don't know what the hell's going on in their house too. They know what's going on in the house. They know what the she fuck's going on. on her credit card. She know what's Come up. What? And that's what I'm saying. Like, there's no way. There's no way, bro. She probably makes two hundred thousand dollars. There's probably she's a credit card bill she don't see. She's the VP of North America, like the like the North. Like I'm America. America. Like, like, she probably has so many credit cards that she don't even check her shit. Rich people don't get rich from not taking this. There's bro. no way you're not telling me she didn't pull up a receipt of all the purchases that's going on in the company and be like, that is my son's name. That is my credit card. There's no way. So, so she has to pull up everybody, the, the receipt of everybody that's making shows and be like, that's my son's name? Somebody in the office was like, that? somebody in the office was like, this is my boss's fucking son. Like somebody in the, the office, database, the database is running. There's reports running constantly about that stuff. Like so, somebody definitely brought that hair. Was like, yo, your son just paid 
six figures in sneakers. Yeah. Like somebody had to come there. So I think one. that's plausible because of the fact that it's on that like it's through the app or whatever and he put the shit on online like look at all this shit I got off the off you know is out, out of a thousand limited editions you get 900 of them something's up <laughs> and so, it was at her house like come on bro like there's no way she came in and saw 6,000 pairs of sneakers in the it's not at her house no but he bought a whole like warehouse to put on yeah that he bought a warehouse in. Oh, he has a warehouse? Yeah, he bought a yeah. warehouse for all of I saw pictures of him at a house, at like a house on like a, like it was like off of a cliff. Kind of like he had a crazy view. It looked like a house in, so, a, in a driveway. I think that's a bunch of sneakers out of a garage. I don't know, it looked like no, a separate place white. to me. Yeah, it was a white, it was that same white kid. This is the pictures I saw. Yeah. Maybe my vantage point was wrong and I mistook it, but I saw it. But I thought it was like on a like a, I thought it was like at his house in the front of, in the garage in the. It literally it literally looks where I get my um my cheap tires from. It looked yeah. like he just woke <laughs> up in the hood, bought a little uh little shack, uh, shack or whatever. All the sneakers in so he could sell. Yeah. But I think the other thing outside of her losing her job, like no one's like that's it. I don't think anything else gonna happen. I don't think. Like, I don't think Nike's gonna take any course against them. I think they're gonna keep their money. It might act like they donate the money somewhere, but I feel like he's just I, gonna go. I think it's only he's, a he's problem. Go intern at Google or something like that. He, you know, he created his own business. Like, for white kids, those, those things are seen as like enterprising. You so, know what I'm saying? I think it's only it's a bigger be issue because too. that shit got put on social media and he got caught. If, if you if if you keep that shit solo, like. Like, imagine it being black people. I'm pretty sure that would be a little bit more discreet with it. Like, no. <laughs> right. And I, I, we're not I, posting, I honestly think that. We're not I posting mean, it on social media. I think me and putting their money and their guns on the internet. Ain't no way. Black people take a whole money stack. You let them get that money sold. What type of people are you talking about? Because I feel like if we were in that position, the four. How many? One, two, three, four. The five of us was in that position. There's no fucking way that we would be in the same situation. So I honestly think that there is some type of ignorance associated with it. Like, I really do think that Shorty gave her son an opportunity and didn't really foresee the backlash that was going to come from it. Because there's no fucking way that I would have got caught doing some shit like that. But I still would have gave my child the, the opportunity to do it. It's not illegal, though. It's not illegal. That's what I'm saying. The risk wasn't that big of a deal. Like she's gonna, yeah. she they allowed her to, they allowed her to um, resign. formally resign. They didn't fire her. She's gonna go somewhere else to get a, a job. It's, it's gonna go out of the news soon. She's gonna be fine. She was that. She was a GM of Nike. She's over the sneakers app. She's gonna go anywhere else she wants. Yeah, yeah. Five, yeah. Two, three, yeah. Years. She's she good. Just go to Adidas or Puma. She's gonna go to, she's gonna go yeah. to a cannabis company or to a yeah. business company. She's gonna make bank. It's she's not gonna fine. be a shoe company for sure. No. It wouldn't make it would be it would be too stupid. It would just be too like easy to them to be like this is bad for optics. But if she went she goes to uh, consumer goods, you know, consumer packaged goods or like Starbucks, you know, a coffee, coffee or something like that. Like Starbucks, Starbucks will love something like that because the sneakers app they want Starbucks they want the app to be something like people will immediately go to because that sneakers app is the only app that you can get somebody on at the same time on a certain day. That's the only app I've seen where people a lot. I mean, it's probably other apps like that, but like the sneakers app is competitive. I'll be on it. It is rough. I'll be getting my ass. Yeah. What's up? Yeah. 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 Yeah
what's up with that? I see you niggas. Uh, it's just, it like, was that kid. That's why he was behind those tears. <laughs> it was him. Uh, I, I see. I see people being like it shouldn't be this hard to get true. So oh like, yeah, I see people pissed over the last week. Bro, it's so hard. <laughs> <laughs> what? Sneakers sell out in fifteen minutes. You only have fifteen minutes to get on your mind. So this kind of depends on what sneakers you buy in though. It, it, so but exactly, it kind of goes for- back to the whole thing that happened. Well, it's still happening now with the with the Xbox and the PlayStation. They're using bots for all of these apps now. And that was one of the things that he did. Him and his the, his team, it was like five people that had like the app and it was all the buying shit as soon as possible. So until there's regulation on bots for retail items, this is gonna keep on happening. So unless you're faster than a robot is somehow able to get shit in your, <laughs> your cart. I fucking hate bots, bro. Is, this oh is the first God. time that we that we pulled back the, the curtain and seen that Nike was actually Physically involved, like yeah. I mean, like, you could you could say like maybe she wasn't like Nike was involved in the shortage of Nikes. No, they were they were involved in creating the secondary market. Oh, oh, the flipping of shoes. So they were they were constricting the supply in the in the primary market because that's where that's where um, prices are regulated, right? Like like Nike has to say they're gonna to be competitive, right? Into competitive whatever laws. You can only you can set your prices to a certain amount. You can't ship them too much because it'll ship out the whole market. By by controlling demand, they made and then creating the secondary market. The prices can go up as, as high as we want. It's like a stock market at that point. Whoever first come first serve is unregulated. So by by allowing that stuff like that to happen, where they weren't where they not stopping bots and people from buying those large orders, which they say they will, they're 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 saying they have in their hand. They're obviously showing their hand that they're in that side of creating that. They have a hand in that secondary black market I mean it only makes sense it's, it's, especially when you see somebody that high up in the in the hierarchy the person who's over the app that's so crazy I think Nike I think Nike should get um, some, some kind of legal recourse but why, I don't know. why? Like, they didn't know about it though yes. come on this like <laughs> it's that's too big of a company well, well, can, company can you prove that's what you can prove right Innocent until proven guilty. I can fuck with that all day. True, but, that, but that's why that's probably why Nike's trying to control the story and just say like, oh, she, she resigned, it's done, it's over. So nobody investigates further. But probably if they investigate further, it's probably she got the nice thing. picture package too. She probably don't gotta work. Nigga, she's straight. She's she straight. Work, yeah. And her son's straight. And who People knows? Keep like, selling them shoes. The story we got could be the could be the calm down version. Big of what the whole thing was, you know what I'm saying? They could have been like, "Oh, it's just her," and we, we let her go because reporters are required to before they come out with a big story. Allow and to bring it back around full circle. This is the shit that we was talking about before in the beginning of the podcast when I was asking you guys how much oh. of our reality is controlled and how much are we actually experiencing. Mm. I think people are, like I said again, I think people are still are holding information, but I don't think it's for this big grand scheme. I think it's more of like this situation and then it, and then like i said it's it's like it's it blows into a big fire some things turn into a bigger thing where it's like by letting this little holes off you're letting out the the you're not allowing the whole like river to get the flow of information just by turning off the one faucet right and in some other ways by letting that go off you're letting other contaminants go out there and create and it goes into a wildfire where it blows up so i think yeah there is a level of that but i don't think there's anyone 
that intelligent that can piece those pieces together to make that large of a shift. Mm. I also yep. want to go back and say mm. allegedly, allegedly on the whole Nike conversation. Allegedly, yeah, allegedly this happened. Yeah. Like allegedly, Tory Lane shot Meg the Stallion. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, we didn't have to go there. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Goddamn! <laughs> oh, and too. Uh, the other thing is too the, the way the World Bank kind of controls interest rates to the Fed controls interest rates. That's another way of manipulation as well. Stock market manipulation, inflation, uh, manipulation and inflation. Uh, you know, this new bill just passed, so people can get more more money. The manipulation of like of resources in the in the market too. That's about it's the, real. It's real. So it's, 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 and that's small scale the way that you say it, but it could be bigger. Like for 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 the statement to be, I don't think there's somebody smart enough. That that's not correct. We have like psychologists and no, you're true. You're uh, right. uh, philosophers and just different people who understand history and the way that humans react, especially in a hurt mentality. There's no way that there's not somebody who can tell somebody that if you pull this button or you press this trigger, this is how the people are going to react. I think I think we have. But that's just number, conspiracy. I think it's a number of possibilities because like like you see how like the CIA will go in and like take a, a leader out of a country and change it. They don't. Ne- they never know ISIS is going to come after it. They don't plan for an ISIS. You know what I'm saying? Those, that's that's just a that's just a byproduct of byproduct of what they try to control. Exactly. A lot of yeah. things. A lot of things. A lot of things are situated by byproducts. That's what I'm saying. Like, do I think people who are who are trying to? Yes. I think there's groups of people who are trying to, who are, who do manipulate events, so on and so forth. But do I think they can manipulate it to to a degree by which we can say it's destiny? I don't think so. Well, we start we start with destiny, we end with destiny. You all let's wrap this on up. Thank you guys for joining us for this episode of Anything But News. Uh, please check us out on our other platforms. We are on Apple as well as Spotify. Follow us, Black Entourage, and we are out. Peace. And YouTube. Oh, we're on YouTube, too. Subscribe.